Howdy ho, you handsome hunk. Grab a snack and gain some chunk. If your day is great or really sunk, we hope to help you shake the funk. So if you're good to hear some junk, buckle up, it's the Junk Monk Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Junk Monk Podcast. I'm your host Candace Sloan, who you know from Instagram at Hardens and Hard Hats. And I'm Noah, your co-host, who you know from right now. If this is your first time listening, let us fill you in. We are watching and reviewing every episode of the USA hit TV show Monk right here each week. Are we going to do so while eating a little bit of junk? I actually brought you junk. Oh, actually? Mm-hmm. So it's it's I mean, not a, it's a surprise for you. So I recently went to austin Uh on a vacay a mini vacay and i went to the h-town market which is the best of asia in america h-mart yeah so yeah so h-mart is an asian market so i brought some whoa lychee drinks some lychee drinks or lychee i don't know how to pronounce it if you do i got some red bean mochi oh my gosh are these still cold no, but they weren't. They were on the shelf though, at the store. I they weren't in the cold section. Because I made sure to get stuff that was dry that would keep. Mm-hmm. And then we have Cheetos that are in a different language. You can't tell what they are. I have Google Translate. But I think I know what it says because it said it in like parentheses on the little price tag. Mm-hmm. And also, these may not be good at all because. I went with my sister, and she tried the other type of Cheetos and said they were disgusting. And I was like, oh. well, but our show is known for the Cheetos. Yeah. So, we have Cheetos in the logo. So we have... I got the ones that she'd never tried. So hopefully they taste not completely and utterly disgusting. Oh. So then we'll get into it during junk time, okay. though. So... All right. Also, you must know I've seen every episode of Monk. I'm a huge fan, started watching in 2007, and for the most part, watched it as it aired. I've seen season one and those we've done on the show, and a few scattered here and there in different seasons. So, if you're ready to start the show, Toby, take it away. Here's what happened. Okay, this is Mr. Monk Paints' his Masterpiece, season six, episode 14. So, here's what happened. In the opening scene, we see a junkyard owner named Benny Wenworth telling his worker, Hector, to make sure he sets the booby traps around the area before he leaves. Next, we see Benny at nighttime sleeping in his office when a well-dressed man comes towards him with a gun. He insists the man to stop or he'll be sorry. And he is when one of the traps is activated and sends the intruder flying across the yard from a shotgun blast. Monk is called to the scene and finds it so puzzling that a man in a $2,000 suit would be anywhere near a junkyard like that. Meanwhile, Natalie insists that Mr. Monk take Dr. Kroger's advice to start a hobby, and even finds just a thing among the junk, a painting set. Of course, Adrian becomes enthralled with his new hobby very quickly, but mostly due to a certain art dealer that has been rapidly collecting every piece Monk puts out. The rest of the gang is suspicious of the Russian collector, Pecha Lovak, especially since Monk's painting aren't exactly good. Their suspicions are realized when the captain and Randy follow up on the lead of a missing page ripped from the junkyard's records. It leads to Wendy Larson, whose home the canvas has come from, and whose father worked at Carson Paper, who is known producing paper for the men. Stottlemyre realizes that every canvas Monk had purchased was wrapped in the most valuable money paper. As they rush to reveal their discovery, they find Lovac at Natalie's house trying to secure one last painting, but luckily are able to arrest him. Monk is informed of his subpar painting skills and goes back to his true art form, detective work. Nice. All right. That was Mr. Monk Paints His Masterpiece. It was. It was. Candace. Ketaguska. About this episode. Creme marmo triste. What? What? Creme marmo triste? It means delicious bamboo salad. What is that from? That's from this episode. That's how Randy speaks Spanish. Oh, I didn't even notice. You did it? Or, okay, I put... Because I, I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> no, it's not Spanish, though. Okay. Wait, what? Randy is mucho bueno. Oh, yeah? Is what I put. And I put at Italian? Because every time he tries to translate... You remember what I'm talking about? Yeah, no, he I fake translate. Okay. Every time he tries to translate for this guy, he's it's... It's very like, um, he kind of, uh, does this. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're like, yeah. that's not Spanish. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, no, it's not Spanish. It's Italian. Like, it's what he's... Yeah. <laughs> it's so 
freaking funny. And the first time he has, uh, you know, he's like, oh, well, yeah, we don't need a translator. I, I can totally do it. Yeah. And Stalmar's like, okay. And then they go to, they go to the house and he doesn't know anything. And then, uh, the second time they're talking to Hector in the, like the, uh, what is it? Like the, some alley or something mm-hmm. looking for something. And Randy's like, oh yeah, yeah. Um, he actually does pretty good. I will say. Really? At this part where he, the Hector's like explaining something and he's like, oh, he says that, you know, he was working yesterday, Tuesday morning, and that he saw, you know, a delicious bamboo salad or -hmm. something. And he's like, a delicious bamboo salad. And he's like, yeah, I think he's hiding something. (laughs) Salmar's like, I think you're hiding something. (laughs) It's so funny, but yeah, that's what he, he does. He it's so funny. And then the guy, what did he say? Like, uh, I think it's Hector. And he's like, see, see. And Randy's like, yes, yes. <laughs> the words that anyone can translate. Oh, Randy. So good. So okay. mucho bueno. So what I liked with this episode was that Monk needs a hobby. I don't know. It's just cute that, you know, everyone needs a hobby. I know. And um, yeah, I personally would recommend a Monk or anyone out there. Oh, wait, are you about to hit on my junk time question? Is your junk time question what is? <gasps> Spoilers. Okay. Uh-oh. Was I, that what you were about to say? I was going to say what my hobby is. <gasps> no, don't. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it, Noah. I beg of you. Okay. Okay. All right, I'll I'll move on. Okay. I ha- that's what I have written down though is Dr. K's suggestion. I love it. The pa- the past few episodes we've seen Dr. Kroger you know, like the last episode, I think he helped with like the actual case, like mm-hmm. doing the sting operation. We saw him help Monk. Um, and I can't remember the last thing that we saw him. Oh, the cult. Yeah. Where he's been stepping up. I love this suggestion where Adrian comes to him with how he's feeling unfulfilled. And Kroger's like, well, I think you need to take up a hobby. Like not everyone's job can fulfill them fully because life isn't only about working. Yeah. And for one, that's obviously great advice, but just having a hobby, you know, getting a hobby in its own. I just love that. I thought that was a really great, great thing. And then also in that scene where, where Monk is like, uh, you know, I just feel like, what's the point? You know, I rest one creep. There's like 10 other creeps out there. And Kroger's like, yeah, but you know, but the victim's families, thank you. The city of San Francisco, thanks you. He's like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and he's like, it's just the same old thing all the time. Crime scene witness, suspect question. <laughs> and I was like, I was watching this one with Toby too. And we looked at each other and we we're like, oh, that was from a promo. What? Like a monk promo. That part where he says, crime scene witness, suspect question. And they put that like in the promo, you know, to like uh-huh. promote Monk. And we both like looked at each other like we knew, oh, that's part from the promo. So that was like very classic Monk to us when we heard that. So yeah, but I do love, I love the suggestion and I love that scene. It's really cute. That is cute. Um, I like how Monk covers his entire house to paint. Yeah. The little banana that he messed up on. That was so funny. He's <laughs> like, I can't do it. I made it flat, Natalie. And she smashes the banana. She's like, you're going to that class. <laughs> you're taking the class. That's so good. Yeah, I put, I put, I love the whole first painting scene. I love how peaceful it is, yet painful. Mm-hmm. Because it's so peaceful when he's like getting everything ready and everything's all covered up and he's, you know, making everything particular. Like it's, you're not mad at it, but then you feel Natalie's pain because you can only imagine how long she's been sitting there yeah. waiting for him to paint something. So you're like, oh, this is nice. And then she's like, hmm, Mr. Monk, you just got to paint something. You just got to do it. I have to pick up Julie soon. Come on. And so it feels like very like pressure. But yeah. And then of course the banana and she smashes it and flattens it. It's, uh, oh no, no, no. Before, before he even paints the banana, she's like, no, Mr. Monk, it's supposed to be fun. You're supposed to mix the colors. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be messy and get into it. And he's like, oh gosh, no. <laughs> and then she's like, Mr. Monk, please just paint something. You have to paint something. And he's like looking at the paint palette and he's like, I'm thinking yellow. And she's like, yes, thank you. Yellow. <laughs> I would think so. It's so cute. I love it. I'm thinking yellow. <laughs> <laughs> um, Trailer Howard is so much better at playing Natalie than when she started. And I really just wanted to point that out because it feels like she's like actually comfortable with playing the role now. 
Like, she feels like, I, I feel like it's actually a character. Before, it was like, I didn't hate her, but like, I don't know. I, okay. I thought the exact same thing on the last episode. Really? Yeah. Because, and that's why I'll say this with a like, you know, little clause. Because we've had several episodes in a row mm-hmm. where she's shined and she's done really, really well. Now, is that a writing thing? Are they making her more integral to these storylines? Are they making her just more outspoken? Mm-hmm. Or is Trailer Howard getting into it even more and making her presence? You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's like, as an actor, you know there's got to be some responsibility on stealing, you know, quote unquote, stealing the show. Like, oh, you know, Tony Shalhoub just did fantastic. But it's like, we're noticing Trailer Howard doing fantastic? Or we're noticing Natalie's character mm-hmm. being written in a more outstanding way? So I, 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 I get what you're saying. I'm not sure what the case is, honestly. Mm-hmm. But I thought the same thing, but didn't really know how to articulate it. But I'm glad that you brought the point up. Yeah. Yeah, because it's one or the other. They're either writing her character much more outgoing. Like, the whole... Mr. Mom goes to the bank, like, look at you. Yeah. Look at you. Like, and I was, like, cute. And I was, like, fun. Yeah. But even, like, this type of stuff where it's not... I mean, it's not blatant, like, in your face, but she's just... She's doing it. Yeah. She's doing the deed. Yeah. I love it. I love it. That's Great. a great point. Okay, of course I put cute oblivious monk. I love when it clicks for him that he's good mm-hmm. at painting. And this is obviously whenever he's in Natalie's apartment Mm -hmm. and he's in the zone. And me and Toby were both like, is that Natalie's house? Because it's a blank and all you see is like the fireplace. And it like starts zooming out further. And he's cleared out all the furniture. Yeah. Because it's not, you can tell it's not his house because you know what his house looks like. So you like zoom out and then you see that he's taken all the furniture out and he's got all the stuff set up. And then he's has a, a vinyl player and he's playing French music <laughs> on the thing. It's so good. He's his little like towel, his sweat towel. Yep. And uh, he's like so in the zone and then Natalie walks in and she's like, Mr. Monk, where's all my stuff? And he's like, oh, I just put it out back. And she's like, well, what if it rains? <laughs> then it'll get wet. <laughs> oh, then it'll get wet. Like, what? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> That's what will happen. And then she's like, what about my curtains? And he's like, Natalie, Natalie, I need the light. The <laughs> Eastern light. <laughs> Eastern <laughs> light. What is he talking about? Oh, man. But yeah, that whole scene is so good. And then Petchelovac comes in and toots his horn for him uh, and everything. And then, oh, my gosh. it's so. I hope you gentlemen aren't here to outbid me. Oh, and you're just like, it's so good because everyone's so bewildered like, Wait, is this real? Because he can't was tell. like, yeah, because he's like all cocky and stuff, and then this guy is like making it yeah. make sense that he's so cocky. Comes, yeah, he's comes like, to yeah, back I'll take up. that one for four k. <laughs> and you're like, oh, all right. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Um, his paintings aren't that bad, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Like uh, the one where they were all painting the field or whatever, and Monk was like, "This is perfect," and he was like, "These are the clouds, and they're all circles." I was like, okay, it's not bad, though. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, what he was saying about his drawing, he was like, I don't know. It feels like you've just picked apart the piece and, like, made it, like, good. I was like, okay, he's not wrong, though. Well, I like how Monk says, this is how I see it. Yeah. And I'm like, isn't that what every single artist ever draws? What they're seeing? Yeah. Just side note, in general, I, we've talked about before how we don't get art you said mm-hmm. that you you kind of get it but i've admitted that i don't get it i've gone to like the modern art museums and there's some weirder stuff they have not weirder like simple like this is a giant canvas yeah, and no, it has I'm a saying, circle yeah. on it like weirder stuff that's not even as detailed as his like, yeah like that are expensive which is what makes it weird like that's a circle and a square and it's triangle that or a swoosh that is 42 million dollars yeah and then in, and then he, doesn't he have like a whole thing about a swoosh yeah <laughs> and you're like oh this is the swoosh but it's the best swoosh that anyone has ever swooshed or something <laughs> and you're like i've seen that painting and yeah. when he has like all his little sketches and everything i'm like i've seen that we were just at the that. kimball we were just at the kimball kimball art museum well, we were on the outside, though. We yeah, didn't see we any paintings, but... Outside. Oh, that would have been so cool. We literally went to the art museum, 
to take photos of oh. Tobias. Because Tobias really wanted photos for his Insta. So yeah. we took photos of Tobias. He enjoyed it. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, we totally we totally missed that. Totally. Um, we could have went to the art museum on the episode Mr. Monk Paints His Masterpiece. Totally. Wow. Missed an opportunity. We suck, Candace. Of course it would be Toby's Let's fault. Let's just quit, yeah. Right? Yeah. It was Toby's uh, literally fault. Toby's fault. That's messed up. Hey, oh we're at the art museum and you guys are doing art episode next. That's all you had to say. Yeah. The stupid mouth and stupid face. Yep. All right. Well, okay. Basically, the next thing I put was every single painting scene was gold. <laughs> like, yeah. it really was. That's true. It was. It honestly kind of reminds me of, like, Mr. Mung goes to the theater whenever there's, like, three different stages of him doing the same thing. Oh, Or, yeah. like, he's auditioning. Or he doesn't know he's auditioning. Then he's a part of the play. Then yeah. his performance. Or it's, like, it's the same thing. He's he's starting off painting then he's thinks he's good at painting uh-huh. and he's getting into it and then he's really good at painting and he's wearing his beret yeah. and his robe and everything and he now he's like a famous artist uh-huh. like every scene just got better and better so i i thought that was the whole thing the whole thing was good um i liked at the end how everyone was like gathered around him and they were apologizing because they were mean to him before whenever he started and they were like yeah we're so sorry and then he and Monk reveals everything, and they're like, I knew his painting sucked! <laughs> yeah, I that's what my dislikes, but yes, it was it was funny. Yeah, it was. Because they're so... Oh, oh, I can't, I can't. I'll get into my dislikes if I talk about it. Okay, my last thing, actually... I'm already on my last thing. Oh, wait, no, I'm not. Okay, and I'll save the last one in case you might have it. But his payment for Dr. Kroger... When Dr. Kroger, when they, 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 you come to their session and Dr. Kroger has his like kind of leg oh, up in the yeah. chair and he's kind of sitting with his arm and then you're like, you know, he could just be in the middle of a sentence. You don't know what's going on. Yeah. He's like, Adrian, we really, you know, want to start the session. And he's like, oh yeah, just give me one more second. He's like, and also I couldn't help, but my receptionist said that you didn't bring a check today. And he's like, don't worry about it. And he's like, and turns off a sketch and he's like, this will cover the next like five sessions or something like that. And you see the, the sketch. Do you remember what it looks like? What was it? It's like. Oh, it was the, the glasses. It's the glasses. It's just like lines in two circles. It's so good. It's supposed to be Dr. Crow. And it's funny because it's like, I get it, but I don't. <laughs> It's like it is him somehow, but it's so stupid. <laughs> oh my god, it's so good. He's it's like, so dumb. But it's I, so I, I really would like to have that check though. Because <laughs> it's so bad. Um, oh. So when Natalie receives the painting from Monk, and everyone's like looking at it and it's like, what is it? And like, oh, what, what's happening here? And and Natalie's just building up with anger, and she's building up so bad. She goes, it's me, okay, it's me. And I love it. (laughs) Yes, that's my last thing. I was like, surely Noah will have this. I put pig woman. (laughs) But he, I have a mustache. (laughs) It's a shadow. Like, Mr. Monk, is that how you see me? (laughs) You're a beautiful woman. (laughs) It's my masterpiece. Oh my gosh. Oh, and then at the end, whenever she's trying to throw it in the fire. Yeah. She's like, no, Natalie, that's our last piece of evidence. That's all we have. <laughs> and she's like, oh, you're right. I understand. Party! <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I love how Monk is so proud of this painting. And Natalie is so hilariously horrified <laughs> by it. But she's so loyal, though, and she gets, she's she gets offered like three thousand dollars, and she's like, "No, it was a gift. It was a gift. It was a gift." Yeah. And then she could have made bank too. She totally could have made bank. Cause it wasn't even. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm I'm actually about to jot that down somewhere else. If yeah. <laughs> I do say so myself. Uh, but I love it how they uh, call it. I think what Randy says. Oh, oh was that Jimmy Buffett? And Stottlemyre says, "No, that's Miss Piggy." <laughs> oh, yeah. And then and then Petya comes in and he's like, "It's his Pig Woman." <laughs> that's what he says, right? I think, I so. think he's the one that dubs it Pig Woman. <sighs> so funny. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh! I love his excuses for everything, on why it's so good. Petya's just coming up with anything and everything, and like why he likes the painting and why he wants to buy it. 
so he's like, funny. no other artist has ever arted as, like, <laughs> as much as you or something crazy. I've never seen anything like, yeah, he's, he, he's hamming it up. Yeah. So what did you dislike about this episode, Candace? Okay, we've already said most of them, honestly. The art teacher, mm-hmm. super rude. Obviously. What, there was no right or wrong, and then she says it's wrong. That was rude. But I do like whenever she tries to show the Russian... The buyer. Painting, yeah, yeah. the buyer. It's like, oh, yes, uh, but there's other artists here that are also very good. Like, like oh, look, me. this painting, this one's actually mine. And he's like, no, no. It totally missed the mark. And <laughs> what does Monk say? Monk says, it's too the wavy. The lines are all squiggly or something. <laughs> the lines are too squiggly or something. The lines aren't straight. He goes, he goes use a ruler. That's what I <laughs> yes, did. Yes, or something. Yeah. Dang it, I totally didn't write that down. Yeah, your lines are way too crooked. Or <laughs> yeah. yeah. Use a ruler. That, that's good. They're too wavy because it was the screaming like lady. Yeah. The screaming, what is it called? Screaming. Screaming lady, I don't know. It was a but thing I know by Picasso, but it yeah, was like a, a variation of that. It was like wedding something, and it was like oh, yeah. it was like a bride, mm-hmm. but doing the sc- the screaming face. Is that what's called? That sounds yeah. It was better. like it was called like screaming wedding, and it was like she had her like gown on and like her veil, mm-hmm. and it was like symbolic or something because it had like a bear trap on her foot, and monk because it's all wavy like mm-hmm. the yeah. actual thing, and he goes, it's just. I don't know, too wavy. She's like, what? <laughs> Lines need to be straighter. Yeah, that's good. Have you ever taken art class? I'm sure you've taken art class, right? Um, yeah, what? Okay, because I've never taken art class ever in junior high or high school. I don't I've take it like now. Class. I mean, like I took it as a kid. Not like a separate thing, but like because my school has... Because you like do drama. Arts. Yeah, our school has like arts and stuff. But you never done like, like the art... School part like the art class no like we have band um drama and art and choir oh gosh yeah we did not have that so yeah that's weird we didn't have like well we didn't in high school we didn't have band or choir there was no like nothing like that really well we didn't have music stuff but art we had we had art class like a vocational thing. I might have told the story though, where we had like a wood, we had like wood making, art, and then there was another one, and you like rotated throughout the year. And my group was the only group that never got to art, so I never took Aww. art class. And then I got to high school, and everyone else had taken art, and I had taken some other class or something. Uh-huh. And then by the end of school, by the end of like my senior year, they're like, "You don't have an art credit." Oh, because everyone either took drama or art, and that was it. Those oh. were the only two choices, and I never took either of those. And then so I had to par art, which is like where you sit on the computer. Yeah, and, you told me what parring is. Yeah. I don't remember if I've told it on the show, but yeah. So I, you just sit on the computer and you answer questions about art. Like, I don't know. You like read a little bit and then you answer some questions. I don't, I have no recollection. I took this class in like three weeks probably on the computer, zoomed through it and then was done. And that was my version of art. Oh, I did. Mm, I did take, take college art. But it was online. It was my only online college class I ever took. And I actually took it with Toby. Really? And he did some of the work. Ooh. I don't know if I can say that, but he did a lot of the Any work. cops or <laughs> teachers or... We should, that just, was tell, literally... we should just tell cops to just not. <laughs> just in case. Anyone that could get us in trouble for anything with stuff we say? But yeah. <laughs> exactly. I will say that's the only... I have a bachelor's in science. That's the only class that I never did i'm gonna stop the story it makes me look take, like a bad person i've never cheated at anything the... except for probably that yeah and i like it almost didn't even feel like cheating it was like really this is it was I, just I like, like dumb things i feel like i was like... parring art again that yeah. was my i was like par art part three yeah so yeah i actually took an art history class because in like sixth grade or something and they're like okay art this year is world art or like history art Art history, art history, <laughs> history, art, art history was is what it is, and basically we learned on like, yo, this painting was made this way time and this and that. And we never got to do anything. We just learned. And it was boring. We just sat there. So then I went to drama, but the thing was, I I learned a lot in that class actually, because I would go home, and me and my sister would talk about what she learned at college, 
art history mm-hmm. and what I learned, and we were learning the same things. Oh. And I was like, oh, okay, oh. I'm impressed. Yeah. Nice, yeah. yeah. I remember in our, like, what is it, like UIL, you know, where you compete, there was an art. I did the, always did the creative writing and the spelling bee thing. Well, creative writing so much fun. But everybody, like, uh, let's say everybody else. A lot of my friends did art. Uh-huh. And... It was like you memorized paintings and what era they were from and all this. And I never took it. So I know nothing about art. So when I say I don't get art, I literally don't get it. Because I never learned anything. Trust me. You're like, what is it called? Screaming lady? Screaming? Screaming. And I'm like, "Mm -hmm, sure. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen it, but I don't know. Favorite painting? Side guitars. Thank you. Because I know you're not going to ask me what my favorite painting is during junk time. (laughs) Because... (laughs) That is true. <laughs> My favorite painting is Smushed Banana. It's called The Scream. Oh, I'm such a genius. Okay, there you go. It sounded good. I knew it was Scream related. <laughs> okay, my next thing is, of course, the Suck Up Classmates. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't get it at first. Then like two seconds later, I knew it was something. There had to be something wrong. He does suck. <laughs> like, that was, Shut up, it was goth funny, girl. Though. It was funny, though. It was funny. You gotta admit. But why uh, were they sucking up to him? What's the point of that? Like, what's the point of... Because su- they... Like, like, you don't want to be known as, like, oh, Picasso before he died. A bunch of people hated him. Oh. And, like, and then you're, like, in the history books, those the person who always <laughs> tore him down. That's... And yeah. then look at him now. He is the most famous painting painter in the world. That's true. That's true. Good point. Okay, I put Pechalovac from Rostov near Moscow. <laughs> he obviously was the villain, but yeah, he, that's a plot hole. But he took advantage of Monk, and of yeah. course, like I, that it's... was my thing. I put <sighs> they pulled the Monk. Mister Monk has a friend on us. Yeah, I know. The, I mean, I will say the good thing is that he. Uh, you knew he was up to no good. Where yeah. Hal was a little bit more, like, you you know, it was a little less obvious that Hal was actually going to be the villain. Yeah. Whereas you're like, you know someone, something's up because he's just straight up lying to him about how good his art is. And so, yeah. And then also you knew that the guy at the beginning was dressed like him. Yeah. But he wasn't even paying him with real money. It wasn't like, okay, obviously he was getting... This is a little bit of a plot hole, but I don't think really. He was obviously making a lot of money off of the money paper that mm-hmm. he was taking from Monk. So why wouldn't he pay him more with real money? Like he was obviously paying him with that counterfeit money he was making, but he yeah. obviously was making money. You don't do that unless you're actually making money. So why wouldn't you pay him real money for his paintings? So that he would be less suspicious of you giving... Because right? Mark's a detective yeah. and he was hanging out with police officers. So at any point, those police officers could have taken that money. And from like, like, okay, this is counterfeit. This is counterfeit. There's Wait, also, actually, was there a way to know it was counterfeit? Well, there's also a shot in there of when he's holding the, all the bills in his hands mm-hmm. and it looked really fake. Well, I and mean, yeah, because they couldn't use real... But it was from a paper. It was from like an actual like money distributing place. That was the crime. Wait, was the old guy in on it who died? Oh, wait. Oh my gosh, I had that too. I had that too. Was he in on it, right? He was yeah. in on it. Okay, <laughs> he wasn't. Okay, that's what I asked Toby. And I was like, Toby, where where does this old guy fall in on it? Because he he took up paint he took up painting. Mm-hmm. So he actually was painting, but he also worked at that factory. So he must have known that the money was on, wrapped on yeah, the canvases because why would he have the canvases yeah but then why wouldn't he give it away why did he wait till he died to give it to them no no, no i don't think wait. that he he wasn't in on it with the russian people he uh-huh. didn't know them those were like way after the fact i think the russian people somehow figured out that maybe the that carson paper was printing that much. i don't know dude i really don't know i don't think i feel like they didn't tie that up good enough how did those Russian people know about that unless that guy was in on it? But then how would he have given them that? Yeah. Yeah. I get what you're saying now. I don't know. Why do we always get into plot holes Gosh. when we get likes? I like it, We've but been going in. Well, we've been doing it. We've been dipping it and doing it. Okay. Yeah. 
uh, my, I think I only have one more thing actually, which is this was a very rude Stottlemyre moment and I did not like it whatsoever. Stottlemyre sounds like he's being really encouraging. He's like, oh yeah, how's your hobby going? And he's like, oh, it's going. And he's like, oh, do you make a painting? Uh, is your mommy going to put, he says, is mommy going to put it on the fridge? Oh, no. <laughs> that, was, that was rude. Yeah. I thought that was so rude and not encouraging at all and not very Stottlemyre-y. Yeah. I thought that was something that he would say to Randy. Oh. Like, you know what I mean? Like in general. Like it's funny when Stottlemyre says that kind of stuff to Randy. But like Buck is like actually like trying. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's like making a hobby. Yeah. Like his doctor, his psychiatrist told yeah. him to do a hobby. <laughs> and Stottlemyre's like, is mommy going to put it on the fridge? Like what? That was very mean. I didn't like that line at all. No. Mm-mm. <laughs> nope. Don't like it. <laughs> okay, so I did not like how they did not show us the painting for until like the very last scene of Natalie. Okay, yeah. It's always it's always them looking at it and like, oh my gosh, it's so ugly and oh my gosh and this and that and that. Okay, sneak peek. Our, our viewer's voice mentions that I think. Really? Yes, and I was com- but not to lie, I'm, I was confused about it because I thought I did see the painting. Do they not show? They like, show it at the end. They show okay. They show it at the end. So I guess. My memory of the when painting. When she's throwing it into the fire. Yeah, I think my memory of the painting was there in my head, so I didn't notice that they never showed it. So I was like, dang. I just picture, like, this ugly portrait of Natalie, but then has, a, a yeah. like, a Captain Stottlemyre looking <laughs> mustache shadow on it. Oh, because she thinks it's Captain Stottlemyre. And she's like, oh, it's, he's going to love it. He's like, what are you talking about, Natalie? It's you. And she's like... But he, I have a mustache. <laughs> Natalie, it's a shadow. Okay, and my very last dislike, then we can move on to he's the guy, is Natalie, take that cash. Make that bank. <laughs> no? I put that in my plot holes. That Natalie would have taken, them taken it. <laughs> I don't know if it's the best plot hole ever because, again, she is a very loyal person. and But I was like, wait a second. Money hungry Natalie. Okay, yeah, but Natalie also could be not putting up with Monk. And she doesn't get paid well. We'll talk about some more later. Let's get to he's the guy. All right. He's the guy. Okay, Candace. (laughs) Two in a row? Yeah. You don't have anyone either? I don't have anyone. Oh. Okay. Okay. So, if you remember back... On episode two of this season, we had Mr. Monk and the Rapper, right? And I also asked everyone, I was like, hey, look, we got two guys from Sister Sister on this show. If anybody knows how to watch Sister Sister, let me know. Because I really want to watch that. It's a show starring Tia and Tamara Maori, and they're twins, and they get separated at birth. it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Is that what you're about to say? Yeah. So I've watched, I'm almost, I, I have like one season left. So, really? yeah, so it's, I, I love it. It was as good as I remembered it being. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I love Sister, Sister and their theme song. Sister, Sister. So good. Okay, Candace. Anyway, so, <laughs> but I am to the part already where um, Ron Rico Lee is Tia's boyfriend, which, I, you know, I've already mentioned this stuff, but I, I'm happy because I actually got to watch Sister, Sister. And so I've seen him already, right? Which again, he's Denny Hodges. He's the murderer in Mr. Monk and the Rapper. Yeah. And then Snake... The assassin was on there too, and he was, um, he's you know he's played by David Banner. Once again, I, I already mentioned this in our other episode, but again, I've actually seen him on the episode now. He was just like on a tiny little part, and I was like, oh my gosh, he was on my he's the guy for this episode for this show, yeah. and there he is. So I thought that was cool. <laughs> and then uh, also they had the missing granny. Mm-hmm. from Mr. Monk and the Missing Granny. She was on there. She was on there twice. She was on like season one. And I was like, hey, it's the Missing Granny. And then on season two, she was there again as a different character. I was like, hey, Missing Granny. Didn't I already write her down? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she was like a, a like a nice old lady. And the second one, she was a maid or something. I was like, hmm, interesting casting choice. And then they had, uh, in the, I think it was Mr. Monk. Wait a second. That's Mr. Monk and the Missing Granny, too. Whenever Monk goes and get, takes his test where he can't pass the test, there's a security guard that's sitting there and he's watching him take his test, who's played by Hugh Dane, who, for a lot of people will know him, he plays Hank, the security guard on 
the office. Mm-hmm. And so his name is Hugh Dane, which he's passed away since. And so has the missing granny. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he played on an episode of Sister, Sister, and his name was Walter. And then uh, the last person I have from Sister, Sister is our girl Keiko Agena. <gasps> she was in an episode. No, she was yeah, not. Yeah, she was like one of the friends or something. No way. Yeah, I was like, wait a second. That's Keiko. What the no heck? No way. So I was like, oh, little full circle moment there. That's so good. But yeah, that's 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 all I have. I will finish up watching Sister Sister. I'll let you know if I see anyone else in the last about season and a half. And yeah, but if you haven't seen Sister Sister, go do it it's on Netflix. Love it. Yep. Junk time. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Okay. Let us. Okay. We definitely need to do the drinks first in case what we have is nasty. Now, if the drink is nasty, we're we're screwed. Yeah, we're so screwed. Okay, so this is Yeo's lychee drink with lychee juice. Don't know what a lychee is? I do not. Do you want me to look it up? Okay, my sister did recommend these drinks. Oh, okay. And then she didn't really recommend... She says she likes mochi, but she didn't really recommend the snacks, but the drinks... She was like, these are so good. I was like, oh, maybe we can use these. Because they're in like little apple juice cartons uh-huh. so they were just sitting on the shelf they're also not cold so i don't know if they're they're probably supposed to be but yeah okay are you ready, ready? for the lychee drink Three, okay two i don't hate it i don't hate it but i don't love it it's not better than apple juice why does it taste like it tastes so familiar i know it's like it tastes like flavored water but oh these do not look like cheetos okay should i tell you what i think the flavor was yeah, Before? Sure. Okay. It said barbecue. Ooh! Oh, they taste... Wait. They taste like Funyuns a little bit. Yeah. I'm not mad at these. I really like these. Oh my gosh. They feel like regular mochi, but not cold. So mochi, this is red bean mochi. I don't know if there's... I've never had red bean mochi before. It doesn't really taste like anything. I've had mochi before. It was better than this. This is good. No, this is good. Mine goes Cheetos, Mochi, then Lychee. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's get into a question. Noah, what is your favorite hobby? Woohoo! Candace, my favorite hobby, you might be able to tell, is Legos! Woo! What? No way! That's, I mean, obviously, kind of, I see there's Legos all over, but I, I wouldn't have thought that. Elaborate. Tell us more. What do you <laughs> love about Lego? Um, creativity aspect of it. You can build mm-hmm. whatever you want, whenever you want, however you want. And, you know, you see, you sit back, you get to put in your room a little, nice little decoration. My second hobby, Minecraft. Woohoo, Minecraft. Woohoo, Minecraft for the win. Can we get a, can we get a round of applause, Toby? Thank you. So basically, Minecraft is like Legos, but you have no limit at all. So you just get a. There's there's so many different aspects to Minecraft that makes it so enjoyable, because you can build, you can fight, you can adventure, and I have a lot of fun playing with my friends. So yeah, Minecraft for the win. What is yours, Candace? We've actually talked about a few I think on here that I uh, participate in. One is like woodworking. I do love making stuff. That's mm-hmm. fun. Obviously, literally making stuff is pretty creative, but also cooking. We talked about how we yeah. both like to cook. That's fun. But something that I never really even thought about as a hobby, honestly, that I do a lot that I think is very creative is home decor. Mm-hmm. I love decorating and I just love how you can be how you can be creative. And I know there's like, you know, themes or whatever, but it's like when you stick to a theme and then you have a vision and you don't stop until you get that vision right exactly mm-hmm. how you want it. I just love that. And then at the end of the day, literally at the end of the day, your home is so cozy and it's such a nice place to come home to just because you put in a little bit of effort and sometimes a lot of effort, uh-huh. but a little bit of effort to just make things all spruced up. I yeah. love it. Whenever so. I go to your house, it's always a nice little seasonal trait, like especially in fall. You go, right, that's probably my favorite season to go to your house, fall. Because all the warm colors and it's all pretty and it's it's fun. But also, Christmas is a whole other story because everything's all fancy. And there's fancy food, fancy cups, fancy everything, fancy 
Ugh. It's, yeah. It's magical. I love it. Every time. I do. It's true. I deck it out. <laughs> so and also, is- there are there are people that have, like, have listened to the show, and they follow my hearts of hard hats, so they're actually over there. Oh, so no. that's interesting that's to so like cool. see people who've seen my stories or like my photos and yeah. stuff. And I'm like, oh, they're actually listening to me when I say at Hardens and Hard Hats. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, duh, I say it every video. Yeah. How do these people find me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, okay, my next question is, what is a new hobby that you would like to try? Let's see. Painting, obviously. That's, but you're putting it at wrong already. There, yeah. I mean, not to brag or anything. But I did make our logo. <laughs> I like to I like to draw. I feel like painting is just so expensive for no apparent reason at all. Like, I have iPad Pro with Apple Pencil. The best thing you can have mm. at the moment. If you want to not take anything too seriously, but just have fun. So there's no point in having to buy more paint every. But time it would like uh, honestly, Monk did make it seem like it was very peaceful and fun, and yeah. you could just like put on some music, uh-huh. and then yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, I showed you my vinyl player. Uh-huh. Speaking of my home decor, got a yeah. huge retro vinyl player for sixty two dollars. I'm really excited about it. I want to redo it and make it all fancy, but yeah. yeah so just like turn one of those on and and cover up your stuff, and then just paint in the eastern light. <laughs> Sounds so fun. I, I guess, it. but I don't know, Candace. Is there anything you've ever been like, man, I wish I did that? I wish I was good at, at making and producing songs. Because that's one of the coolest things that you can go, mm. hey, look at what I made. And people being like, And people Whoa. will listen to it and yeah. Like even is it like, oh, I made an hour long podcast that I do every week. And you're yeah. like, oh, I don't have time for yeah. that. But you have like a three minute song and everyone's like. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was literally about to say that. Mm-hmm. Like, the standards are different because you're like, oh, you're a 12 year old kid who has a podcast? Okay, cool. You're a 12 year old kid who makes songs mm-hmm. that are decent? Yeah. That's good. <laughs> oh, but to be fair, before we made this podcast, we made our own song. I remember? That's true. I'm ready. You eat. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Candace did part. most of it, and then I was like, uh, "But it was so good." And <laughs> you did, so you, and you wrote one of the verses too. So I did, yeah. So yeah, but that would be really cool. I would like to uh, get into that creative side also with writing songs. That'd mm-hmm. be really cool and have a yeah. little studio with that. And I agree, but I'm gonna go with ballroom dancing. Oh, Candace I mean, is such a dancing freak. You know, but see, like, I was like, oh, try something new. Like, technically, I do know, like, 15 seconds of one of the Dancing with the Star songs <laughs> from, like, three years ago. But I would love to learn the rest of that, for one. But I would love to take a ballroom dancing class so much. That is, like, what... I, I put literally put it on my birthday and Christmas list every year, and no one has ever gotten it for me. What? Yes. And I would love that so much. I was like, mm-mm-mm. But yeah, I would love that to learn some salsa or some tango. Yeah, I did take a tango, not tango class, uh, in Spanish class. Our teacher made us do a little tango routine, so that was fun. But yeah, I lo- I loved it. And then now I watch Dance with the Stars. I'm obsessed. Mm-hmm. So I would just love that. Yeah. So yeah, junk time's actually over. If you want to go ahead and plot holes, I'll just do my first one because I already kind of said it. Natalie doesn't take the cash for that. Oh, but we yeah. already kind of debunked that. And a then bit. The, I have mine that I already also said. The guys in suits are kind of obviously the mob. Yeah. Okay, this is a little one too. Uh, the record player, when Natalie's getting all frustrated and she's like, it's me, the painting is me. And then she goes over there and does the record and then it goes like, and scratches. Yeah. And she's like, but I love it. The record did not, She all she did was lift the needle and put yeah. it back where it went. It wouldn't so make it that wouldn't noise. Make that noise. Yeah, that was just random. It was like, that's not how records mm. work. I wouldn't know. I have two record players now. That's true. You do. <laughs> um, I have also a little one. Natalie wasting her time for no reason. She could have left him painting at any time to go pick up Julie from whatever she needed to be picked up from. Yeah. Like, wasn't she, she, was, just... she was like doing Sudoku or something, but just sitting there. Yeah. Do you understand Sudoku? I do not understand Sudoku at all. Really? I'll help you. It's super easy. It's super... It, okay. The, the concept of it is super easy and it's really fun. It's very mind bending. I love it. I'll show you later. It's, it's actually really fun. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Another little one, but 
the captain didn't get a translator after oh, Randy yeah. lied the first time. Obviously lied. Okay. So my next plot hole is Monk should be good at painting, right? Why so? He's good at remembering things and how they look. Like the fact that he has to keep on looking over at the banana. Like he messes it up and he's like, oh, dang it. He should be good at just, like I thought that's where they were, that's where they were going to take it. Mm-hmm. Like he's actually really good, mm-hmm. and he like outshines everyone in the class or something. That is a good point. I really like that. I was also thinking, which I didn't write down, but I was also thinking the fact that we were saying basically like the paintings were we thought they were kind of good. Like mm-hmm. what was wrong with them? If he could have figured out like a way to take what he had and like put some brush strokes on mm-hmm. like that scenery or whatever, and like done that instead of just like a sketch, and like you know. Like, yeah. it would have been a good painting. So, yeah. it's like, like you said, wouldn't he have had, like, because his um his handwriting is, like, immaculate. Uh-huh. So, obviously, yeah, if he exactly. can handwrite perfectly, he remembers what things look like. Yeah. And has perfect, you know, penmanship. Like, he writes perfectly. So, yeah. I agree with that. I feel, I feel like that would make sense that he'd be a good artist. But, again, subjectively, we thought he was. Like, well, there was nothing wrong with this painting, so yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I just looked up modern art. It's a red paintbrush that was just scribbled on a on just a canvas, a giant canvas, might I add. But it is $15.3 million canvas. And you're telling me Monk's paintings weren't worth what the guy was paying? Yeah. They were, people. They, they, they totally were. were. Minimalist modern art. I'm about to get so mad, Candace. Minimalist modern art. <laughs> oh, no. Circle. You can make that stuff with tape. Yeah. Just tape it. Paint it. People literally do that all the time. They paint their walls. What is this? It's a painting inside the lines. Oh, no. If you're an artist and you would like to rant yeah, to us. But, oh, geez. Sorry, but we're yeah. dissing your craft. I know. My next one is they would not let Monk burn evidence like that. For real. Just doesn't make sense. Toby did hand me that one too, but he did. Yeah, no. oh, I wasn't gonna give him credit, but I totally debunked his other one, so I feel bad. Mm. I'll throw him this one, but yeah, there, there's no way. And then, and then he was like, "There's no way they would let him burn that." I was like, "Oh, that's good. I'm writing that down." <laughs> and then he's like, "Natalie, no, you can't throw it away. It's our last piece of evidence." I'm like, "Then why did you let Monk burn <laughs> the other pile of evidence?" And then Toby was like, "Oh yeah, yeah." So yeah. Oh, that's all I have, Candace. All right, my last one would be, why would Natalie think that mixing colors and being messy would be a good hobby for Mr. Monk? <laughs> that's true. You're just supposed to mix the colors yeah. together and just be messy and have fun. That's what? what I was thinking, like, good idea in theory, but then whenever you do it, you're like, wait a minute, there's so much more to this because he's, yeah. I like the novel thing. Oh, oh why don't you write a novel? But then what? No. Like, what would it be called? And what would I write? And what would the character say? And then what would they say back? (laughs) Okay, fine. I'll never get the novel. (laughs) So, yeah. How crazy was Monk this episode? Plus crazy moments. I got a lot. What do you have for crazy moments? I only have two. Oh, my gosh. What are they? They are. Monk is afraid of dancing. And Monk covered his house to paint. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Why is he afraid of dancing? It makes no sense to me. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, Dr. Kroger, I want to take a ballroom dancing. Oh, me and Kroger, same thing. Yeah. Uh, anyway, and he's like, he's like, I'm not going to dance with you. He's like, no, I wasn't talking about dancing <laughs> with you. I didn't dance, dance with you. I'm, I'm not, I can't dance with you. Like, I'm not asking you. <laughs> shut up. Okay. Oh, out of 10 what? Duh. Out of 10? Circle club. Out of ten flattened bananas. <laughs> Monk's also afraid of of clouds. And he oh, drew yeah. them. Growth? Mm-hmm. Or plot hole. Or plot hole. <laughs> Growth or plot hole. You be the judge. <laughs> All right. Uh, here we go. When he feels unfulfilled, blah, 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 blah. He yeah. doesn't care. He doesn't want to write a novel. Uh-huh. He can't mix the colors. He wants to replace the cloth when he gets one drip on it. And mm-hmm. Natalie says he's already replaced three cloths <laughs> without painting anything. 
His perfect paintings themselves are a little, you know, a little kooky. <laughs> Natalie's stuff is out back. He needs the Eastern light. <laughs> he tells Natalie, now Julie can go to college. <laughs> one of his paintings. He makes Dr. K pose in their session and doesn't bring him a check. Oh, yeah. He's invigorated. <laughs> his beret and his outfit. He says Petya Lovac is ungoogleable. And then the last thing is fresh eyes. <laughs> you gotta look at it with fresh eyes. Okay, Candace, I am standing by what I put. Okay. And it is low, and you deemed all those, and I only had two. Okay. But I'm standing by what I put. It's low. It is a. Wrong thing. It is a. This <laughs> is gonna be drum roll. <laughs> okay. It was a two out of ten. I, I... Because you only had two things? I, yeah. Okay. No, no, that's not why. No, 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 no. It's... I stand by my two things. <laughs> it makes, it makes sense if you think about it, but if you're looking at it from an outsider perspective, it doesn't make sense that Monk is so, like, cocky about his work, but I think it's justified because if my paintings were something like that... Candace, I'm quitting the podcast. <laughs> I will never speak to anyone again. That's, uh, yeah. I, okay. And not gonna lie, out of 10 flattened bananas, I gave him seven. And I kind of don't really know why. I guess maybe because my list was so long. But I think, honestly, it was mostly because of how he thought his paintings were so good. Uh-huh. And that he didn't, again, as a detective... Right? He's mm-hmm. not just a normal artist. He's a detective. He didn't think that the counterfeit... He didn't think that the money was counterfeit. Mm-hmm. He wasn't suspicious of the Russian guy at all. Oh, yeah. His uh, his art teacher was telling him how bad his paintings were. Mm-hmm. And so he wasn't, like, putting the clues together to make it, like... You're, yeah, think about it, Monk. There's something the wrong with this like, guy. And then at the end, he was like, like, okay, this sucks. Like, this doesn't make sense. My paintings are terrible. Yeah. It took that one detective clue for him to say, oh, wow, I do suck. Yeah. So, yeah, I gave him a seven. Maybe too high. Yours might be a little low, so I think it makes sense. Yeah. Agreed. Ew. Oh, it's that so gross. Curse. Okay. Rate this episode. Okay, Candace. What'd you rate this episode? <laughs> All right. Let's do our viewer's voice. We haven't done it yet. We have not. I'll let you do it. It's our <gasps> super Sek. monker, Luke Sec, right? Yay. Okay. So he says, I love this episode with how Monk really thinks he's good at art. I think it's interesting, but his art is subjective and someone really could have liked it. They're not bad. It just shows how Monk sees things. I still wish they showed the Natalie art. I really tried to get that frame that had it, but it's not that easy. I'm giving it a 10.8. I'm using your rating system, and I finally get it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the rating system is catching on. I love it, people, because as you know, no monk episode deserves under a 10. <laughs> so you got to start with a 10, people, and then you add a pawn. So, Noah, what did you give? I gave this episode. A, 8 out of 10. Really? I put, and I quote, kind of recycled, I don't know. <laughs> what? What does that mean? Because it was like, I don't know. I felt like it was a little too close to um, Mr. Monk has a friend. Mm-hmm. Mr. Monk makes a friend. Mm-hmm. And. I got those vibes for and sure. And the way that like he grows close to him or whatever and he cuts him off. So, yeah, I mean, it wasn't too close, which is why it didn't, it didn't severely impact its reading. But overall, it was a good episode, and it was fun to watch, and it had me confused, because I was like, why does he want his paintings? And it was good. Uh, yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, that's true. So what would you rate this episode? Candace? Okay, very cute episode. Oblivious Monk is the best. I love Monk taking up a hobby. I thought that was a great idea. Like you said, it was very... Makes a friend vibes, mm-hmm. but I think that the premise of him having a hobby, that was a good idea. Agreed, I like yeah. that. Even though it doesn't pan out, you know, the hobby. I love that this is an adventure that we got to see. I really appreciate that. 
also very childlike and a very sweet episode, Mm -hmm. right? The mystery is a tad lacking, but I will say that I remember the first time watching it thinking the same thing. Why does he want those canvases or, you know, not canvases. Why does he want those paintings? So, Mm -hmm. uh, but I am going with a 10.8. Look at us. 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 Eight out of tons. And so Luke thinks the same thing. Right? Oh, gosh. Yeah, 10.8. 10.8, 10.8, 10. 10. and yeah. a, just a regular stupid eight. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yay, we did it. We totally did. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, you know what? We never talked about how Luke made that really cool unboxing video of our Junk Monk Oh, yeah. Because he won last month, I think. Mm -hmm. And he has a YouTube channel called Brothers Web. Mm -hmm. And he totally posted him opening our box and all the goodies that he got in it. And it was cool. You saw it, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I I did. Yeah, I saw. I think I saw your comment on there. I was like, yeah, no one needs to see this. I I shared it with you right away. Uh I was like, oh my gosh, look at this, look at this. Because he told me he was going to do it. So I kind of gave him a heads up and and told him, like, you know, because we write like letters in there explaining what every item is. And so I told him, you know, don't read it if you want to be surprised at what's in the box. So he goes through the whole box and it's like a blind unboxing. So it's really cool. And then he, you know, you get his like genuine first reactions on all, like his book that he got. He got the cool junk mm-hmm. monk mug. Yeah. He got the mug that he really liked, which mm-hmm. I, I think those are really nice. Yeah. So I was really excited to, um, for him to open that. But yeah, it's a really cool video. Make sure that you go check out his channel and that video. And I, I think I also saved it under our YouTube channel, under Junk Monk Vids. Like, I have a playlist. So that's how, that would be the easiest way for probably you to find it on our YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that's it. I think we're good. We are good, Candace. So, uh, scale of 1 to 10, the mochi. Okay. And the lychee and the Cheetos. Can we rate them in order? Like, which one we like the most? Oh, like rank them? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I kind of did that already, but... Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. Oops. I'm saying um, 1 to 10. But Mochi first, Lychee... Mm. Mochi first, Lychee second, Cheetos third is for me. Really? Controversial, I know. I mean, nobody else knows what they taste like <laughs> except me. <laughs> Super controversial. For you. I, I like the Cheetos the best. Surprisingly. Really? I thought they were going to be really, really... Gr- well... My sister also said they were really gross, the other ones. Uh, and so I was pleasantly surprised by that, whereas she hyped up the other two things. And Lychee then... drink wasn't terrible. Overrated, wasn't terrible. Mochi, I enjoyed thoroughly. Who doesn't love good mochi? I would say the Cheetos were like a 7.5. The mochi was probably a 6.5. And the lychee was like a 4. Okay. But I also don't like flavored water at all. I don't oh. like fruity drinks like at all. I don't like Gatorade. Okay, I'd rate the le- le- lychee, lychee like 8 out of 10. Okay. Mochi, 9 out of 10. Cheetos, 6 out of 10. Okay. Not the best. Fair enough. Not the worst. I, I mean, I recommend, you know, trying stuff, but I also have no clue where you could find it, so... Yeah. Uh, you're a local Asian mark. <laughs> I, I... They had everything, though. They had, like, squid. They had, like, a whole seafood area. What? And they just cool. had, like... They weren't... I guess they were dead, right? Because they weren't underwater. But <laughs> just, like, piles of octopus. And, like, yeah. dead... Of course, dead fish. Like, the seafood... Like, you go to a seafood area, like, in Central Market, it doesn't smell. This smelled like Eat. there was dead animals. <laughs> like, dead, yeah. dead sea life everywhere. It was crazy. It was cool. They had like ducks, you know how they have the ducks yeah. like out, and there it was. It was very cool. It was an experience for sure, <laughs> but it was very fun. Thank you guys for listening. Me and Candace had a lot of fun making this. And Candace, do you have anything you want to say? Mm, nah. <laughs> okay. Well, guess that's it. <laughs> Bye, guys. Adios. Mucho bueno. 
Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Junk Monk Podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so please give us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us at Junk Monk Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. If you want to know more about Candice, she's at Harder Than Hard Hats on Instagram. And if you want to know more about me, Noah L., subscribe to my vlog, Noah Hernandez, on YouTube. Also, you can leave us a voicemail at 323-366-0477 with your questions, comments, or just to show us some love. Don't forget to catch up on Monk with Amazon Prime Video or Peacock TV. And of course, subscribe to our show. You'll thank me later.